This is the Married to the Road podcast with your hosts, Larry and Angie Baum. Married team truckers who will share with you the latest trucking news, share stories of life out on the road, their crazy road dogs, and how they are giving back to the trucking community with their Treat a Trucker campaign. Sit back, relax, and listen into Married to the Road. Keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. to the road and this is Larry we are in the car heading to work and it's early in the morning and so <laughs> we got to think of what a good segment it might be to talk about this how long ha- drive to work yes and how much we have to like pack and take with us and unpack and setting up our truck and all that stuff and Taylor we're getting into a new truck so we're gonna start from fresh Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, right before our vacation, we had to actually empty our old truck and bring all that stuff home. And we had a ton of stuff on there because we live on it. So, we had a lot of stuff on it, like a coffee pot and all that good stuff. Oh, we left our microwave. <laughs> Two years worth of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty much like cleaning out an apartment. <laughs> And now we have to reestablish a new apartment today. We're moving into a new apartment. <laughs> so, what's your uh, philosophy that you always say when we're packing up to go anywhere? It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Okay, so prime example <laughs> to give you guys an idea. I load a lot. <laughs> yes. So, last weekend when we were on vacation and we went to Pier Marquette, we would see all these. Now we were like, I think probably the one one of the younger couples there for majority of the time. But we'd see all these people checking in, and they had like maybe two bags, three bags at the most that they could carry in by themselves. We had to get a luggage cart, people, a luggage cart for two people <laughs> for three days. Three days, two people, and we didn't even have the dogs with us because we put them at the, we kenneled them for three days. That was actually pretty nice being without the dogs. Yeah, it was a nice little break, although I missed them. I missed them too. <laughs> Called twice to see how they were doing. Yeah, so my dogs. <laughs> it's like a mommy calling the babysitter. That's right. So anyway, we got to thinking, you know, most truck drivers, especially if you're over the road like us, you know, it, it takes a lot for you to pack and unpack because you have to load, unload your truck, bring it home every week. And it's exhausting because, like, the last thing you want to do when you get off work is, A, have to clean up your truck, and then, B, have to repack it up. And drive four and a half hours home. Yes, that's getting old. I can't wait till we can get our house sold. <laughs> oh, that's exhausting. But, so, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, we've got, each of us have one bag that's just nothing but clothes and toiletries and well, then I got, I got a clothes bag and I have a toiletry bag my shower bag oh yeah so do I I forgot I have yeah I have one that's got all my clothes and my toiletries and then I have one that's all packed up and ready to go for the shower uh, and then what else do we have we have the dog stuff we have to bring their dog bowls their dog food their dog toys and then any of our food items, any of our cleaning products. And then our bedding. Bedding, tools, gloves. <laughs> it's 
it's amazing how much stuff and then and then we gotta have like paper towels and baby wipes to keep our hands clean out there hand sanitizer now lots Plates, of hand sanitizer yep it's a lot it's just like having a little mini farm you figure we live on our truck for five days out of the week and so there's a lot that goes into getting everything packed and getting everything unpacked every week now there is some stuff that we leave on the truck once we you know have our truck established like of course we don't bring our paper towels or baby wipes home or our plastic wear we keep all that on the truck and our cleaning surprises yeah Ugh, we have a lot but anyway, so yeah, it's it's when we pack, it's a it's an ordeal. Poor Larry's got a lot that he has to carry out and a lot that he has to carry back in. Do you have any uh, tips for people who are truckers, maybe on uh, cool things that you found throughout the years to keep on the road with you? I think most truckers know about baby wipes. Baby wipes, hand sanitizer, mask. Nowadays, I know it stinks. We have to have we have. We have masks on our car and masks on our trucks because we tend to forget them. <laughs> I can't tell you how... Do you know how... So, you guys don't know because you don't... You see pictures of me on Facebook, but I'm short. I'm five foot... I was five foot two. I think I'm five foot one now. I'm shrinking. And anyway, so me getting in and out of the truck, it's not an easy task. I'm short. It's hard for me to get in and out of the truck. So, I can't tell you how many times I will get out of the truck, make my way almost all the way to the truck stop and realize damn I forgot my mask and I have to turn around and come back and Larry will just be sitting up there laughing at me holding my mask in the window like did you forget something <laughs> so yeah I don't think there's any major items that I can think of that most truckers don't already know of that we bring with us I'm trying to think well my trick is that uh, I have uh, one of those big totes like a storage tote Oh yeah, big road. I load tote. that up and make one trip out of four trips. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a huge toad. It's probably what three, four foot long. Something like that. It's a regular storage toad. Yeah, and then he just he just I always call it Jenga in there because he's pretty good about <laughs> packing Tetris. stuff. Tetris in it, yeah. He'll Tetris everything in there. And then that way, instead of him having to make four or five trips to uh, the car or to the truck, it only takes him, you know, usually one. And he could just throw everything in the tote, throw it in the truck, and then we're good to go. Uh, well, I can't think of anything else, but I just thought while we were on our way to work that we would share, you know, how hard it is sometimes getting everything prepared, which I'm sure most truck drivers understand. Although, most truck drivers that are single truck drivers don't have nearly as much as what we've got <laughs> you've got a high maintenance wife <laughs> makeup toiletries all that good stuff okay well everybody you guys have a good day we'll have another segment for you here shortly okay guys be safe out there we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a few moments treat a trucker is a program designed by larry and angie ball this program thanks America's truckers by giving them a free meal in the form of a Subway or Denny's gift card. Consider making a donation today and help give a truck driver a free meal today. Just visit our Married to the Road Facebook page and see our current fundraiser. Help treat a trucker today.
Hey everybody, this is Angie. I am on the truck, so please excuse the background noise. But I just want to let you know that I have an upcoming segment coming up in just a few minutes um, with a lady named Diane Blees. Um, some of you guys probably remember that I wrote a story about her husband, who's been a truck driver for over 31 years. They currently live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and her husband um, has... Uh, inherited a kidney disease from his father um, who sadly passed away from the disease and now Bill has got it and his kidney function is um, down to 15% so Bill is in desperate need to get a kidney transplant Um, we did an article about this about a month and a half ago and posted it on our website Truckers for Truckers and it got a lot of notice and a lot of uh, a lot of people watched the video and, and listened to our article. So we wanted to contact Diane and just kind of get an update and see how things are going. And if there's anything more that we as a trucking community to do, can do to help Bill find a kidney. So I just wanted to apologize because the quality of the call is not the best. Um, you can hear Diane perfectly and all the pertinent information as far as helping Bill. But for whatever reason, the feedback on my end was really bad. So I just kind of wanted to apologize for that. Um, Like I said, I'm on the track and I just wanted to touch base with her. And for whatever reason, our connection was not good. So just bear with us. Um, Please be sure to listen to the next segment. Um, It's very important. We want to try and help Bill out in any possible way that we can. Also, I'm going to put a link on the podcast that will take you directly to the article that has all the photos of the billboards that they just put up. It has a link to... Um, the the charity now that is doing donations for Bill and then there's also the phone number to the actual coordinator that is helping Bill find his kidney and if you guys have any questions you know you can always reach out to me on Facebook it's Angela Baum B-A-U-M or you guys can reach out to me on Married to the Roads webpage or on any of my Twitter so just please feel free to reach out to me and I'll be sure to put you in touch with the right person also Thanks, everybody, and just sit back, relax, and listen to our next segment. It's going to be with me and Diane Blees. Diane. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. Good. So I wanted to let our listeners know that I'm on a truck, and so there's probably some background in Diane's at her house. But I wanted to just kind of touch base with you and introduce you to everybody. Can you tell, um, we got an article about your husband on Truckers for Truckers, and we, we know that he is a truck driver and he's looking for a kidney, and so could you just kind of give our listeners like a little bit of background information about Bill and what's going on? Sure. Um, my husband has polycystic kidney disease, and that is a kidney disease that he inherited from his father. So it's nothing like he did anything wrong or anything. It's just one of those things. And what happens with the kidney is they form grape-sized cysts. And they're attached to both of the kidneys. And what happens is they just keep blowing up where your kidney is usually your fist, you know, the size of your fist. And then what happens now is they're both the size of footballs. So now he's having issues where it's hard breathing. 
and their the kidneys are pushing up in all his other organs, which they become very painful. And sometimes the cysts will break and that will send toxic throughout his body. And he's down for a couple of days. He's in so much pain. Oh, my goodness. That sounds awful. It is. It's a terrible disease. Oh, now, is he even able to still work? Right now, he's working, but he's down. We just He just went to the doctors the other week, and his kidney function is now down to 15%. And one more point, he'll be in stage five. So we go back to see the doctor in... Uh, November and he'll get blood work done and all, all those things and if it goes down one more point he'll have to start getting ready for dialysis and then he won't be able to work uh, well I know that I've been you know we, we're friends on Facebook since the article and everything and I know that um, I know you guys got four billboards up and you guys have got some yard signs up trying to get people to uh, see if they're a match is there any other things that we can do to help well, out what can really help out is just everybody sharing to get the word out because at this point right now we just don't have any donors yet um, that has passed anything uh, to be able to be a donor. It's you got to, you know, kind of be in good health. You can't have diabetes. Uh, you can't have, uh, well, high blood pressure is okay as long as it's controllable and that. Right. Yeah. So, there's some things, and when you call our transplant coordinator, she will go over the information with you, and then if she'll ask you a couple questions, and if she thinks that you can be, be moved on to the other living donor transplant coordinator, then she'll send you over to her and then she'll go over more questions with your health. And then okay. Yeah, and then from there on, then they would send you for blood work. And then that's where you see if you're a match or not. And even if you're not a match, you can go into the shared paired program where you can be matched with someone else that you would donate to them and then Bill would they would find a donor for Bill also I was reading about that when I did the article and that's an amazing program actually what happens is if you donate and you're not a match with Bill you end up saving two likes just not Bill's life, you save another person's life also, which is amazing. Absolutely. And also, we should let people know that if, you know, they happen to be a match for Bill or we find a match for Bill, Bill's insurance does cover the medical expenses. Yes, it does cover all the testing, 
all that that they need. Now, the only thing that does not cover is if they have to be out of work for a couple of weeks and, you know, you're losing pay. But a lot of people do have short-term disability and their company may have let them be off and get paid for it. But we are now doing donations for, it's called CODA, C-O-T-A, and it's uh, children's organs transplants. But now they open it up to adults. So you can go under there and look for Bill Blee's and you can go in there and donate if you like. And we're using those funds for a donor. So if we do find a donor and they do not get paid or even travel expenses, we'll be able to use that money to help them. That's great. Now, I will also put a link up uh, with this podcast and, and also with our YouTube video so that people can see all the information and see where they can go to make a donation to try yes, to help you guys out. that would be wonderful. Thank you, everybody. Oh, no problem. And I appreciate the update. And I will, like I said, I'll put everything up on our website. And I'm going to do a YouTube video tomorrow. And so just make sure you guys check out all this. Let's see if we can't find Thank you, day. everybody. My husband loves being a trucker. And he doesn't want to have to stop working. I know that's unbelievable, but it's true. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lifestyle, you know. Once you, once you start, it's in your blood. It's yes, hard to give it, it up. Is. And he's been doing it for thirty one years, and I'm so proud of him. So, oh, that's amazing. That's a long time. It is, but we got it. You know, he's working so that his insurance will cover everything. That's why he has to keep working. Right. And now we're getting down there to the end and so oh well I, like I said we will make sure we get the word out as much as possible and thanks again Diane for just talking with me for a few minutes and and hopefully we'll find Thank you Angie I appreciate it. all right, right. You take care bye-bye We want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast. We truly appreciate our listeners. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook at Married to the Road, also on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget, you can visit our webpage at MarriedToTheRoad.com. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Be safe out there. and Keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us.